1: to the Rhythm of Life with me, Ultima Buse, and I'm joined today by one of my best friends, Karen Vanessa Karen <laughs> Vanessa Hawa. I'm not going to try the other name. Let's go back into it, Karen, straight into it. You spoke about structure and discipline and, and loving that and needing that. Why do you feel like you needed that in your life at that point? Well, I
2: mean, I think um it was it was very obvious that i kind of craved that family structure and i was looking for it and i didn't know um you know how how to get it and that's why when i started dancing it was you know i had the 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 figure of a the teacher there you know and i had yeah. the musician there so it was like that was like my two king and queen in a way yeah. you know the the head of the of the family um, and then we we were all the students that were there. And it was probably like 10 kids, 10, 12 kids in the class. So that already created structure for me. That kind of gave me a, 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 you know, and the fact that it was like specific steps. It was um, specific things that I had to do. It was a, a repetition of things and things that I was remembering, things that I was being good at things. And I guess it was the same thing yeah. for me that I was missing from at home. You know, I, I didn't have that. I w- The fact that I was being raised by my mom was that it was only one way and that was it, you know, and there was no me swaying to the left or to the right. I just needed to go forward um, because she wasn't putting up with any silliness. There was no there was no silliness, you know, there was mm -mm. and, you know, there's no silliness with me.
1: What does that mean? What does that
2: mean? You know what that means? That means she's going to get the broom out (laughs) and the belt, Uh, you know. Back in the day, it was a little bit different. A little smack in the back of the head, you know? It, yeah. And I didn't like a smack in the back of the head. And I didn't <laughs> like when she got out the belt, you know? I didn't like it. Or the chancleta, you know? A chancleta is the flip-flop when she threw it in the back of the head. <laughs> no, Not cute. <laughs> you know? I didn't like being, you know... I was never a bad yeah. kid. I was... I could see my sister. I learned a lot. Another thing. I always <laughs> learned a lot from my from watching my, my sister and my brother. You know? They're slightly older yeah. than me. My sister made a lot of mistakes <laughs> that I learned from she
1: got a lot of chancletas
2: she got a chancleta and a the belt um and um there were things that I you know I just I just wanted I didn't want to give my mom hassle that was the main point mm-hmm. I didn't I knew how hard she was working and she didn't need to tell me that because she frightened me already I was already scared so it wasn't <laughs> like a you know <laughs> I was scared I'm not gonna lie I was scared she, she only had to look at me to so the discipline was just the look and uh, and then I, you know, it was just a look and probably a finger up in the sky, like she really? she point she um, point, and it was that was all I needed. Um, and I didn't want to cause hassle, so I always mm. kept going straight forward. I did my homework. I was quiet. I wasn't, you know, I didn't miss school. I was student of the year. I was like, I was a good kid. And then when finding dance kind of reinforced everything even more, and. Mm. You know, they supported it because they were like, Oh, it's it's cute. Karen's dancing is cute. But little did they know that I was like, Oh no, this is not cute. This is not cute for me. This is like I love this. This is This is it. This is like the thing that I like. This is my thing, you know? Yeah. Um and the the discipline, you know, the fact that I was I'm I was honing in a skill, you know. And I wasn't like, you know, trying like I wasn't like an architect going, Oh my god, this is, you know, like this is what yeah. I need to do in my life. But I just really enjoyed it. I loved paying attention. I loved being in front of the class and I loved learning. And I didn't like, I liked making people proud. I liked, and not that I was like a people pleaser, but I was, I just wanted to make everybody proud of me because I, I wanted, to, I wanted to, to do good. That was mainly yeah. it. I just wanted to do good. So nobody would have to worry that i was that i was a bad kid or that my mom would obviously take the chancleta out um it was <laughs> and that you know whether my my brother or my sister you know i was the golden child in that kind of aspect that i was just good i did my thing i went from home i went to school i stayed behind i did my thing i didn't bother anybody you know i got bullied a couple of times you know and it was tough but i would just i didn't i didn't sweat over it i just kind of just kept yeah chugging along, you know, but I guess it was because of the strength that I saw from my mom um, and from my sister and my brother that I didn't kind of, um, I just kept going on my direction and I kind of, you know, that's, that's what I loved, you know, that it just gave me a direction and something to focus on because I didn't want to focus on anything else that was going outside.
1: Yeah. And what was it, or were there ever a series of events that made you go, this is this is what I want to do forever. I've got the power, I've got the strength, I've got the desire, I've got the passion for it. This is the moment that I needed to know. I'm going to do this forever.
2: Well, you know what? I think I had a lot of amazing teachers around me helping me. And I think that was the the support it, that it takes a village to raise a child, you know. And I think that was that was the the brilliant thing that they they saw that I wasn't just in it to kind of, you know, stay at school to talk to boys. You know, it wasn't it wasn't that it was more like I really, really liked this. And they they put their energy into me. And then I I they gave me a lot of opportunities to to be able to audition to different places. You know, I auditioned to American Ballet Theatre, which was pretty um, traumatizing in a way. (laughs) Not traumatizing, but I it was it was hard to walk in there as as a kid who has zero money. And didn't I didn't have ballet slippers? I didn't have pink tights. I didn't have a leotard. I didn't have you know my hair in a bun. I wore like leggings, pretty much what I wear to my fitness classes today. <laughs> Nowadays, um, <laughs> I wore a sports bra. I always knew I was going to be into fitness. Um, <laughs> I knew I was different. Um, yes. So I yeah I didn't I didn't newly again I didn't know what an audition was, especially to like a massive school like this. Um, Mm -hmm. What was nice is that I did get gifted a lot of things. I I got given things that I couldn't afford, you know, because dance clothing, leotards and leggings and anything like that is so expensive, so expensive. Um, So I went to this audition and it was I I hated it because I didn't look like any other girls. I didn't dance like any other girls. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't white. That's just, I was, mm-hmm. I was me, you know, I was, it was, yeah. it was different. I wasn't rich. I wasn't, you know, it was, and it was hard to kind of go in there and, and already automatically feel like I didn't belong and I didn't want to be in there and I just wanted to leave. So that was one experience with one audition. And then what turned my life around into loving it even more was when I went to an to audition for the Martha Graham School of Contemporary Dance and walking right in, I remember it's on 63rd Street, on the east side. And uh, it was only a couple of stops away from my house in by train. So it was already automatically amazing. And I remember walking into this old building, and it used to be a house. um, And it was where she where Martha Graham opened, you know, it was the the main studio. And um, she had died a couple of years beforehand, before I, I joined. And I remember walking in and just feeling at home. You know, and again, it goes back to structure, it comes back to that family thing and it comes back to that discipline that I, I already felt it like home walking in and I was dancing barefoot and I was like in in just leggings and in and a, and a shirt. You know, it, I wasn't I wasn't restricted in any way. So if anything, they kind of allowed me to be myself and they were giving me movement that I understood And they played drums and piano as well so then again i already kind of there were things that i that i already was familiar with and the teacher was just beautiful she had long beautiful hair and she was she was just flowing through the air um and that's what i loved it was it felt like i was home already and um and i didn't i never looked up i mean i was i was there for about 10 years um, in scholarship and every year I had to re-audition for my scholarship you know and and that's what I love the fact that I was yeah every year you you would audition and they would help you financially as well which which was a a major thing for me um because my mom couldn't afford there was no way there was no way she'd been able to afford you know a, a registration fee to the Martha Graham School of Contemporary Dance it was just no way so they would they would pay for my transportation they would pay you know and then if there was any any second-hand, um, like, clothing that they could give to me for my dancing, they would, you know, and it was... But it was a community within that school, which yeah. is what I loved and what what made me fall in more in love with it and more in love with being a teammate um, and not trying to be the star or trying to be any kind of... I just... I was just part of a family.
1: And And what kind of mentality, if anybody is listening, do you need to have if you are in a situation where... You can't afford something. You look. You look different. You you feel like you don't belong, but you have a goal. What is that mentality that gets you from A to B?
2: Um, I guess it's a it's a resilience that you have. It's um, I always felt that I I could always do it. Mm. It was the the people around me that helped, and because. At the time, I couldn't ask for help because I didn't know how to. So it was the kindness of other people that saw how much I wanted to do this and and how focused I was in doing it and that I just wanted to learn. And that's me, what, at 10 years old now, yeah. you know, me 10 years old kind of going, no, this is, this is great. Me showing up on time, it's never changed, <laughs> you know, showing up on time, always being diligent, always... That's Phoebe... <laughs> um always been um just on just in a way not as as young as it sounds I was professional in that way I was just quite responsible I was responsible with the with the gift that I was being given with the opportunity that I was being given I was being extremely responsible in that aspect and I think that's one of the things that my mom always taught me um was to be responsible with with the with the opportunity and uh, that not a lot of people would get this opportunity and not to take advantage and not to take it for granted. Um, so me and my brain, obviously, coming from Venezuela and already seeing the hardships that my family was going through, I knew, my mom didn't have to come and tell me, I just knew that I had to take advantage of it and, and enjoy it while it lasted because I didn't know... I didn't know when it was just going to poof, go away and they would never give me another. So there was a, there was a a mindset of a, again, is that keeping, keeping the eye on the price. I didn't know what the price was at the end of it all. The price at the time was, I want to do this now twice a week. I was doing Tuesdays and Thursdays and I would go after school. So now I was able to take the train, you know, at 10, 11 years old, take the train in the morning or in the evenings and go to be responsible enough to go to school go to your dance class come home do your classes i mean do your do your homework and if i didn't do my homework not that my mom needed to worry because again i didn't want to have to bother her with that stuff um but yeah it's it was just i was i don't know it was this 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 focus that i that i had but only because i i didn't didn't want to see my mom in any way suffer because of me You know, so I made it my decision, you know, to be be as level headed and as strict with myself in a way to just continue in the right way. So she wouldn't have to, you know, worry.
1: I love that. So you go from this incredible, prestigious school, the Martha Graham, a school of dance into TV, because I remember the first time I saw you, (laughs) you were on So You Think You Can Dance as that girl. How does one transition oh, from God. from school, you've just graduated, uh, now you want to do something with your life? How did how did you do that?
2: Um, you know what? I think there were a couple of years where I was competing I was competing in ballroom dancing. You know, I started ballroom dancing when I was 19, so I came into it pretty late. But I had all the necessary training with my ballet and my contemporary um, and other styles that I had done before. So, and the fact that I was, you know, Latina, yeah. and that I was listening to again all this music that I had previously, and you know, back in Venezuela, I had listened to, it, and that I understood the words. And like, I was like, you know, and then I was learning how to dance in heels, which is not cute, not by fun. the way, um, <laughs> and not fun, not fun. You should look at my toes now. Not cute. Um, and it was. It was a, a different way. Again, <laughs> uh, seriously, I have like my toes are like gargoyles. They they have their own. like they they all have like humps and just like boulders and like the nails are off. I mean, never look at my toes. When you see me out in the street, don't look at my toes You're like, at look my eyes. You're not cute. My eyes are right here. Even even
1: and uh, even, even
2: when I go even when I go and get a pedicure, I have to say I'm sorry. Um, I'm a dancer. And so one lady was like, Oh, are you an exotic dancer? And I was like, No, but.
1: I'll take it.
2: <laughs> I guess you don't watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But <laughs> <It's>
1: just... <laughs> But also, Karen, you were a member world champion. You were a member world champion. But think about how in, in, insane that is with everything that you've gone through to come out and actually be the best, the best. It's something like Mambo and, and just the hard work that you need to put in, the discipline that you need to, to put in to take that and formulate that into something else. How do you do that?
2: Yeah. But, you know, you know, what? I think when you, and this is going to sound like overconfident, which is, which is not, it's not, yeah. that's not, it's not cocky. It's just when you kind of put yourself into that. Um, always working hard, always going for it, always staying the focus. You know, you kind of stay in the game and you go and you go. And then obviously you have all these different accomplishments. And sometimes like things happen and I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. And I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm still going forward. So I have this World Mambo Championship that everybody's like, oh my God, that's insane. And I'm like, yeah, because that's that's what happens when when you work hard. Like that's, you know, and it's not, it's not, it's going to sound really cocky but it's it's not it's yeah. like well you work hard you kind of get these things and then you continue and and i don't gloat about it a lot of people yeah. they're like oh my god and i'm like no i don't really talk about it like there's a lot of things that i don't actually yeah. say that i have because i'm like that's just my part yeah. of my work that's my my body of work that i've that i do that i love that i don't need to kind of like you know talk about it or or, or mouth it out yeah. but you know but it is amazing, and I should kind of mention it. Hey, I'm a world Marvel champion every time. I'm Karen Howard, the world Marvel champion. <laughs> but, but you know what? Like, so all this stuff that has happened, you know, and going <laughs> going to going into so you think you can dance was a, um, an eye opener, babe, because it was like. Yes, I had, I looked completely different. You know, I, I had long black hair. I was like this sexy girl. And it was like, you know, and I'm like, I'm learning, I'm dancing salsa. Yeah. and it, But it was definitely not me. It wasn't me. It was it was a version of me that I had to play for, for TV. And I've never had so much anxiety in my life doing, doing a show like that because they just threw stuff at you and you just had to take it and you had to perform and you had to... And I've never, I've literally couldn't sleep, and and that's when you, when I experienced, you know, the trolling, and I experienced more things online, and it was just like, oh, I, you know, the media, and it was intense. Uh, but I loved the process of it. I loved the fact that I was being pushed to the limit, yes. where I yes. sometimes doubted myself to like, what am I doing? But it was that intense. But again, is is the work? It's yes. the process, and it's the the. It's what we do, you know, it's what we do. It's what we put our bodies through. It's what we put our, our ourselves emotionally and physically. Um, and yeah. it prepared me to, you know, where I am now even more. Um, and it was, yeah, I mean, you know, ballroom dancing and, and and doing all the all these different things. Definitely from being a kid, slowly I could see the different changes in me and the, the, the different... Uh, things that I would I would throw myself into I totally threw myself into ballroom dancing I had no idea that was what I wanted to do I wanted to dance but I I just liked it because it reminded me of of my home you know it reminded me of my traditions it reminded me of of my culture you know my culture a lot of people just think that I'm an American I'm like no I'm Latina (laughs) I don't again I don't like I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to talk Spanish to you, like all this stuff. And I don't have a yeah. twang, you know, but I don't, I'm, I'm just Karen, you know, I'm just Karen. I'm, I've, I've kind of evolved through different things. Um And sometimes I don't specifically nice. put myself in any kind of uh, pigeonhole myself. I just kind of go, I'm Karen, I'm Venezuelan, I'm American. I'm, you know, I'm a salsa dancer. I'm a contemporary dancer. I'm a... I like, I don't know, I like cleaning. You know, there's so many different things um, which have made me uh, feel like I can separate myself from the crowd.
1: Nice.
2: Ever catch
0: yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com code LISTEN.
1: But but speaking of that, and I'm going to fast forward everything to today, where you are someone that people know and can recognize every day. And a lot of the time, people don't actually think that. Someone like you, who's done so well and is so successful, sometimes doubts themselves, and and I and I guess that's why trolls exist because they try mm. to remind or remind you of their own insecurity, but also remind you that you ain't shit. Do you think that it either makes you more doubtful and more more small, or it actually gives you thick skin?
2: Um, it definitely gives you thick skin. Um, but you have to go through, I mean, I've gone through some pretty intense, um, media, um, <laughs> scrutiny, uh, and not to the point where I'm like, you know, but to the point where I had to like come off, you know, for a couple of weeks and, and it and, yeah. and it's, it's this thing that you kind of, whether you want to sink with it, if you want to sink or swim, it's as simple as that. Do you want to sink with these people and let them take you down? Or do you want to swim away from it? and leave it in the past, because at the end of the day, words are words. It, once these words come out of my mouth, they're history, yeah. they're history. So why should I pay attention to things to you? Yeah. I mean, and now I can understand it even more. And um, and because I've, I know myself so much better now uh, because of the things that I had to go through um, with friends, with relationships, with anything. It's, you know, it's made, and then especially with the media, you know, in, and I don't, you know, it is what it is when it comes to what we do and and and, and being in the public eye, um, and you learn as you go, and and the mistakes that you do along the way, you you have to learn from them. You have to recognize. You have to take responsibility um, for what comes out of your mouth and the actions that you do, especially now because you're you're a, role, you're a yeah. role model now. You're like you're put up there, you know, as this on a pedestal, and they're ready to drop you whenever they can. You know, so it's up to you to swim, to keep swimming, to keep stay afloat, and yeah, there's a huge thing about your mentality behind it, and um, and the people that are around you are. It's, it's extremely important to have the support that you need, um, and the right kind of support, and also not being afraid to ask for help if you feel like you're being attacked in, you know, with, with words or online or, you know, to be able to talk about it, to be able to reach out. And I think that's one of the things that I did as well. Like I, I was always afraid as a kid to talk because I didn't know the language and I didn't, you know, I was always afraid to say the wrong thing. And then somehow some along the way that bubble burst and all of a sudden they can't shut me up, you know? (laughs) So, but is this thing of of finding the the right people to hear you to listen to you because i think that's a big difference there's people can listen to you but yeah. then they have a lot to say yeah. but it's actually somebody just letting you go yeah. you know cuz and 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 understanding that understanding how understanding you in the right way um but yeah thick skin i mean you you're constantly evolving you're constantly peeling new skin you know, you're constantly finding your a, a new self, new 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 things about yourself. Whether that you need to work on or whether you need to, you know, stay put. Um, and it's a balance. But yeah, I mean, it's it's intense to to be able to kind of um, be in this world that we're in. Whether you're on TV or, or you're just going to school as a kid, yeah. you know, it's it works both ways. You know, we all get trolled and we all get. Um, get hit pretty hard by by anything that goes online, or just in you know in person as well, you know. But yes, hard skin Life,
1: I don't know definitely,
2: way. definitely. I got a, I got a whole bunch of it <laughs>
1: <laughs> on your foot from stopping the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> <Too shame. laughs> so, how do you actually find the balance? How do you find the balance between? your personal life, your work life, you becoming this extraordinary fitness trainer, how do you actually find the balance to become successful?
2: Um, Well, I think taking one thing at a time is is seeing how far you can take yourself. Obviously, my career has always been a um, main thing for me. And, you know, when, when it comes to dealing with, with home life, you know, you kind of there's certain things that you kind of just have to go and you have to do. And then you start seeing how that affects everything else. Yeah. And then again, if you're paying attention, there is a point where you kind of have to stop and, and reassess and, and see what's around you and and see what's hurting you, yeah. seeing what's what's working and being realistic with yourself. And that's the thing, it's like no bull. You can't, There's a, there's a time in your life where you kind of have to go, okay, okay, this is it. I can't have this person around. I can't have this person around. I'm yeah. gonna allow this person in, and not, it's not a it's not a bad thing. It's not like a, oh, I you know, it's being responsible with yourself and taking care of yourself. But you can only be open to that if you're actually allowing yourself to be open minded about a lot of things. Um, and I think over the years, that's what where I've kind of come to because of all the different things. You know, I've I've gone through so much in my life, which I'm um, think I will never regret anything. I will yeah. never regret anything. I will never take anything back. I would always. I would do it all over again. Everything. I will do it all over again. You know, um, because that's made me the person that I am today. You know, the people that are in my life now. I appreciate the people that are still not not in my life again. I still appreciate them. But you know, and it's yes. but it's having sincerity and it's being honest with yourself. And I think that's sometimes a really hard thing to do when you've been through so much. And yeah, being able to speak and and. And being truthful, speak to yourself, being able to speak to yourself and going, hey, listen, cut the crap, <laughs> you know, come on, you know, open your eyes, get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know, you're not stupid, you're not stupid, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, but and I think sometimes you just have to be real with yourself, being real with yeah. yourself and and looking for, you know, searching for yourself. You always have to search for yourself, 100%
1: thank you so much karen thank you i appreciate it so much at the end of every podcast i always ask two important questions um, and you can reflect however you like the first one is how would you describe the rhythm of your life today and lastly what are you most grateful for
2: uh my rhythm of my life well it depends what day of the week it is (laughs) If it's Mondays, to If it's Tuesday, to If it's Wednesday, so, too, 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 too. If Thursday, it's to If it's Thursday, is boom, 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 boom. If it's Friday, goes bye, 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 bye. Saturday, let's go crazy, chaka, 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 chaka. Saturday, sleep. <laughs> so yeah, I gave it to you like that. That's cute, right? Um, okay, okay. You know what? I'm great. <laughs> I'm grateful for the people in my life. And people like you in my life. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I'm able to find real friends to have my family around. And and I think that's what I've always loved. I've always loved. There's not a lot of people that I like, and that's fine. You know, it's okay. You don't have to like everybody. Yeah. But the people that I have in my life, I keep so close to my heart. Yeah. And I appreciate them. And I'm grateful for them for what, how they've shown me the person that I am and how I am with them. So yeah. that's what I'm grateful for. And that's why I love you.
1: <laughs> Yay, I love you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I think you're amazing. I think you're so inspirational. I think you've been through so much. I feel like when people get to know you a lot more, they see that the beauty that I see and that's what I love so much. So thank you for giving me the time and talking today.
2: Thanks for having me. <laughs>